Yo, hey, hi there, it's John, how are ya? Man, it's kind of been a while since we've been able to, uh, you know, to sit down um, one-on-one and talk like this, you know, face-to-face. Well, face-to-microphone that will ultimately, uh, through cyberspace, make it into your speaker, which is pointed at your face or your inner ear or whatever. Yeah, that really takes all the intimacy out of uh, what I thought we were doing here, you know? This 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 felt good. This seemed like a, a good thing here, but let me explain what's happening here. Um, because I know usually Jesse starts off the, the Sibling Rabblery podcast with uh, some cutesy, annoying little way of saying hi. And... Um, and this time you get to hear my my voice first thing as soon as you push play. So here's why. First of all, this podcast is a few days late. I apologize. That's very rude of us. It won't happen again. Uh, second of all, this episode is this is titled Gender Equality, and which is a scary topic for me personally. You know, I've just been digging holes, um, working construction. Um, you know, turning wrenches, getting grease under our fingernails, lighting shit on fire, hitting things with hammers, um, stuff like that. Cat calling women. Here's the thing. Um, there's a, there, there is one slight misconception about that. Uh, construction workers, first of all, they don't just hang out on the beam of a building, just sit there next to their black metal lunch pail wearing their hard hat and, uh, you know, like on a beam that's being held by a crane and just yell at every single woman that walks by. Pretty much none of that happens. But uh, if a a gorgeous woman does walk by, once she's out of earshot, then all of those things that construction workers say in the movies, that and quite a bit more uh, does end up being said. You know, I, I... I hate to uh, to show you how the sausage is made, but that's exactly what happens. And so my point there is that gender equality has been a little bit of a foreign concept to me for the last nine years as I work in a uh, male-dominated profession where the level of refinement is uh, far, far less than adequate. So I probably, I don't, I don't remember for sure, I probably say some pretty stupid shit uh, with my misguided bro opinions um, in this episode. So I apologize if, if it does get offensive. But anyway, so this episode is called Gender Equality. And this is one of the first episodes that we recorded uh, when we first started back in November. And, um, and it's going to show. The sound quality sucks. The conversation gets awkward. Again, I probably say some stupid meathead stuff um, that'll piss people off. And, uh, you know, it's just very obvious that we didn't really know how to podcast. We just knew that we wanted to podcast. So the reason for releasing this one right now is to illustrate um, the amount of growth that this podcast has seen um, and that we've seen just since November. You know, the sound, the production value has gotten quite a bit better for this podcast. Um, We all feel more comfortable. I don't know that we're necessarily doing a better job of podcasting, but we're definitely more comfortable with what we're doing. 
and not only that, we've incorporated guests. We've had some several of our friends come in and, and join in the conversation with us, and they've all done an awesome job. And we have uh, several more who we'd still like to talk to. Um, we'd love to get every last one of you in here at some point if we can, in fact. So, um, it, you know, the, the guests have, have really enhanced this show as well. So with so much growth since we in such a short amount of time since we started in November we really wanted to uh to be able to to give you a side-by-side comparison you can go back and listen to um, some of our most recent episodes and compare it to this one and see the difference and um I don't know if it'll excite you as much as it excites me but it definitely excites me because it shows me um, and my brother and my sister that that this podcast is ready to go to the next level. And so because of that, I'm, I'm here to introduce this episode of the podcast and also to, uh, or to announce the launch of our Sibling Rabbery Podcast Facebook page, our uh, Twitter account, at SibRabPod on Twitter, and ask that you follow both, like both, so that you can, you know, we can, that way we can get a dialogue going throughout the course of the week. Um, we can talk about podcast topics. We can share ideas. Um, you guys can uh, can give us some feedback. Um, it, gives, it gives everybody a voice, um, which I really like. It also lets us start you know, posting videos and pictures and possibly some, like some links and stuff like that to podcasts and written blogs. And I'm sure at some point we'll start, uh, we'll probably start sending out dick pics on Snapchat and on Instagram, especially watch for that from Amy. But yeah, I mean, this way we can, we can do status updates. Me and Jesse from the couch, Amy from various corners of the earth, you know, me and Jesse talking about what we what we're watching on TV or what we just microwaved for dinner. Um, Amy talking about what animal she most recently rode on, and which will be shocking to you every single time. I guarantee it. This next is probably some type of bird, right? I would assume. Anyways, and then the the biggest thing that's going to come out of this ultimately here in the next few weeks is. Uh, a new website, www.siblingrabblery.com. So that'll allow us to host podcasts, possibly even a series of spin-off podcasts. That's something that we'd like to do. Again, videos, uh, you know, blogs, pictures, stuff like that. It's a, it's a, a great way to keep everything kind of organized. The unfortunate part is that it is going to make the uh, the subscription that you currently have, whether it's through iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic, um, those will become invalid. Um, we'll have to create a new feed and uh, ask everybody to resubscribe. So that's the bottom line here. That's why I'm here right now is to, is to let you know that that's coming. And I kind of hate that part, but it's, you know, it's a kind of a necessary evil a little bit. So I'm, I'm asking everybody to resubscribe when you get a chance. Um, once, we, uh, once we get the new website up and going and get everything moved over, um, asking you to resubscribe and stick with us. And I think that it'll be a uh, overall a better product altogether. So anyways, that's what we got going. That's the main reason that, uh, that I'm 
starting this thing off by rambling for way too long all by myself. It's also just kind of nice to get your undivided attention uh, without having to share with, you know, a little brother, a little sister who always, always, like their entire purpose in life. First it was our parents and our grandparents, and now it's our friends. They just, they just hog the spotlight, don't they? Anyways, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for your continued support. We really appreciate it. You're the reason, you know, you you listening and you, you know, coming in and, and talking with us and providing such great feedback, subscribing and rating and reviewing and all the things that you do. That's what makes this uh, the success that it's been and that's why we've been able to see so much growth in such a short amount of time. So I can't thank you enough. And uh, again, I'm really looking forward to connecting with you through social media, using the website to uh, to make a better product. And all that all that we ask is that you to resubscribe one last time once the uh, once the website launches and the feed changes that you uh, that you resubscribe and uh, stick with us. So. Thanks again. Enjoy this episode of Sibling Ravelry, and I apologize if I say anything uh, too offensive. Sibling Rivalry Podcast. I'm Jesse, the middle brother. I'm here with John, the oldest brother, and Amy, the youngest sister. And today, we're talking about gender inequality. That's why we're going to be talking the whole time, and Amy's just going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> just sit there and look cute. <laughs> what because <if> I... <laughs> science. <laughs> your head is small. <laughs> your head is small. So is your face. This is an awesome way to start any It's great. We should I just know. start every podcast. <laughs> Just telling Amy how small she is. Yeah, what a piece of shit she is. <laughs> small is a better term than piece of shit. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> See, I'm already learning so much about gender equality. <laughs> yeah. Women are sensitive. <laughs> Interesting. Because <laughs> guys like to be big. They hate being told they're small. Oh, no. Yeah. We like to be small. Yeah. You guys try hard at being small, right? Mm-hmm. Don't eat much. Nope. Skinny girl. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Plus, like, you see girls at the gym, and they're mostly just walking on the treadmill or on the elliptical. Guys are lifting, like, three times their body weight, trying to, like, um, lift as much weight as they possibly can, doing, like, hundreds of reps. Yeah. And then the same girl is still walking, like, and somehow her, her, like her ponytail is getting smaller too like yeah girls are always afraid to lift weights because they're like i'm afraid i'll end up huge yeah it's like you're not gonna get huge. they don't want to be huge and they don't want to look like pieces of shit <laughs> they want to be little not pieces of shit 
Okay, little input together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so despite the way we started this podcast, we actually do believe in gender equality. <laughs> we're just Yeah. Um, we're just ranting a little bit about uh some of the some of the discrepancies. So in this is another thing. I mean, do you guys call yourselves feminists? No. <laughs> oh god. Shit. Um, I call John a feminist. Not to my face she doesn't. No, I also call Princess Buttercup behind his back. Yeah. She t- she tries really hard uh Jamba Juice used to um they used to give out they used to put fem boosts for free in their smoothies. Um and I don't I don't know exactly what it was supposed to do. I um, think it had estrogen. <laughs> it's supposed to make you small and have a period. <laughs> small and cry a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and so Amy would always Amy would get me jamba juice and she would get the fem boost in it. Like she's always wanted to try and turn me into this like very um very effeminate like she wants me to be Not just like very just pretty <laughs> feminine. <laughs> One time we were driving to Colorado Springs with John and uh, a couple of our other friends, and he was quiet the whole time, like being kind of stoic, and like you could tell something was on his mind. And finally, somebody asked him, like, "Dude, what's what's wrong, man? You okay?" And he finally just kind of outed it. He's like, "Well, I pooped this morning and." Some blood came out. I have blood in my poop. What do you guys think? <laughs> and all of a sudden, everybody's like, ha, 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 you got your period. <laughs> so it worked. John had his period. That's beautiful. That's <laughs> really beautiful. I would have baked you a cake if I knew. Yeah. So the rest of the way down, he had to like read out of a Torah. And <laughs> we had a bat mitzvah for John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's a real motherfucker i'll tell you that it's like trying to find um trying to find tampons that fit in your ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah john's always for sure been the more surly brother <laughs> i didn't have to slip jesse any estrogen it's because i don't have periods <laughs> i'm always in good mood because i ain't on my period <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> Uh, I actually do call myself a feminist, though. Um, I think it's kind of a weird thing. I think people are, are afraid to like maybe take a stand on that issue. So they're like, I don't call myself a feminist necessarily because then it sounds like you're just an asshole. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think people assume feminist is asshole. Well, let's ask that. John, why do you not call yourself a feminist? Uh, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of an asshole. <laughs> I'm saying you are an asshole. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. I because there's also a negative connotation. I think with uh, with a guy, well, not necessarily negative. Just um, it calls into question your manhood. I feel like sometimes um, if you're a guy, they calls yourself a feminist. And I'm definitely a guy who you know I'm single. Um, I'm struggling through the dating scene as it is. Um, and and dating is kind of a game and uh i have to give myself every opportunity to 
to win at this stupid game that I can. And part of that is to be, you know, a masculine dude. You know, I would actually really like, you have Tinder, right? Yes. Isn't there like a short description? I'd really like it if you change your short description for a week to like, I'm a feminist and just see what happens. Wait, can you keep the other stuff though? Like, like feminist and I like football and like... (laughs) (laughs) How long, MMA podcast. I, I don't know, like yeah. how long the description is or anything, but I'm pretty sure that if you said you're a feminist, you'd get a lot of hits. You just yeah. Mm-hmm. It, now don't put like a, a picture of you in a fedora, right? But I think if you had like your shirt off, like big ass abs, and like flexing your muscles, and you're like, I'm a feminist. Uh huh. That's why people. That's why men are always posing with like fluffy dogs. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. You know, like you need to show your soft side. This is like just upping the game a little bit. Like, I'm a feminist. Yeah, try it. But I mean, I feel like... guess what? I could beat up your boyfriend. (laughs) Put that on your Tinder. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a feminist. And I I could beat up your boyfriend. Right. And I like dogs who are kind of soft, but not that soft. Yeah. I mean, I... Are you moist, (laughs) Bam. Raining bitches. (laughs) (laughs) I'll, I'll watch I'll watch the holiday and fucking cry with you. So <laughs> how turned on are you right now? That's <laughs> not at all what being a feminist is. <laughs> all right, so maybe maybe that's where we need to start. Then it's like, maybe I need a better understanding of what it means to be a feminist because uh, yeah, it still feels like the type of thing that um, that people would. People equate being a feminist to being a pussy if you're a guy. That's being, like, a feminine. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I know it's, it's a very small difference, but there is a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what the difference is. I'm just saying that, like, yeah, to be a feminist um, is still, like, I, I don't know. It, it Like, a feminist is a type of guy who, like, carries his his wife's purse for her you know and just like i don't know just kind of just kind of panders to to women and just kind of um just kind of like um is is subservient to women um so you think which is beta males yeah like, yeah like little yeah timid guys. and and women i mean they might say that they want that but they don't want that i I can grant you this. I think there's a subset of dudes who's run out of ways to to differentiate themselves from other men. Mm-hmm. They can't compete maybe in the looks or something like you know they're so they they go the hardcore feminist route and try and ingratiate themselves with some other group. Mm-hmm. That being said, I think most of the backlash by men against the label feminism is the same as we used to call everybody a faggot <laughs> because we're afraid of people thinking something about us. We're in this case that we're gay or something. Right. So so you have to overcompensate and go the other way. You can't just be comfortable with the fact it's like I'm not gay. I don't, you know, I have no desire to have sex with men. I'm okay with that. You know, I'm comfortable with that. And I think most men are starting to get to that point. I think that we're all we're still trying to wrestle with the fact that like I can be awesome and like manly but still like just believe in a certain set of things. Right. To it 
in my mind, it's almost just like being a capitalist or a Democrat or a Republican, something like it's just a it's just a few beliefs that you happen to agree with. So what are those beliefs? Um, you know, I, I think that those beliefs are that uh, are that I mean, I, I think this isn't controversial right here that that men, women are treated differently than men. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we all treat women differently than men. In some ways, those the, those differences are good, and we'll probably keep doing them. In some ways, those differences are detrimental. But I think a feminist is willing to examine that and be honest about whether or not we should continue those behaviors. See, and I'm willing to subscribe to that part of it. Like I said, I think <clears throat> the tough part for me is just the fact that um, I'm not approaching it as, you know, like in the workplace or you know, just kind of, um, in society in general, like I'm, I'm, I still have to take the approach of, um, what do single women want? <laughs> so, so you're not, you're not approaching it as a human so much as just a set of balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to be a set of balls. That's, that's having the life squeezed out of it by a pair of skinny jeans that like that women are gonna see is absolutely fucking useless so this is what feminists have to overcome (laughs) (laughs) Uh, single men (laughs) i guess yeah i mean it's basically what we what they have to overcome is people saying they believe a certain thing and that having heaped onto it oh so then you must be this yeah i think it's kind of just this belief that being a feminist means that you don't recognize the women, the difference between men and women, um, that that you don't respect femininity, that you don't, mm-hmm. that that you think women should be manly, and and that that's what feminism is, or that there's no value in that femininity. Yeah. So they should either be manly or absent from whatever we're trying to do. Right. Hmm be it politics or, you know, the workplace or, you know, something like that. Yeah. How many how many women actually want that to a point where they pursue it though? That's that's part of my problem with it. I I don't it doesn't <laughs> So you never there's no there's no like what's morally right <laughs> going through your head right now. It's just are we, uh, is it still the balls talking? Yeah. <laughs> of course. John's yeah. balls. All right. Can you let this John... This is why I fed you estrogen for three years. <laughs> and you got more chicks. When you were on estrogen. When you were on estrogen. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not not like in quantity, but in quality for sure. Um, I don't know. So first of all, I need to acknowledge... That this is a very dangerous topic for me. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come off like a total fucking asshole in this podcast, it sounds like. Uh, um, part of it is that like my level of awareness is uh, quite a bit lower when it comes to feminism. Like the topic of feminism than, than maybe some people's is. And that's partly because I'm not really... Uh, I... 
you know, for, for one thing, the job that I just got done doing for the better part of a decade, I was surrounded by nothing but men. And we talked, you know, the talk was always, it's a man's world, you know, we um, were, you know, we're working outside and we're getting dirty and we're getting sweaty and, and you know, we're, um, we're playing with fire and like sharp things, and, you know, stuff that, that traditionally um, is, is just an absolute man job, like to a point where women don't pursue that job. And so um, just kind of the, the notion of feminism is one that um, I guess I just kind of, it, it just kind of skipped over me for the last, for the better part of a decade now. So, um, so yeah, maybe I don't completely understand it. And like I said, I mean, my exposure to women has mostly been, uh, you know, trying to figure out what they want in a potential partner. And it doesn't seem to me like what they want in a potential partner is somebody who's going to tell them that they're equal and like equally capable as me. Like they, it seems like they want somebody who's going to take care of them which to me flies in the face of you know just the very definition of feminism maybe maybe you can address that i mean you're a girl who dates people (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i mean well obviously you can't say like all women want this or all women want that you know like some men want a woman that they have to take care of and some men want a woman that they don't have to take care of so obviously some women are going to want to be taken care of but others won't um i find it endlessly unappealing when a woman is i i like feminine girls who act like girls but when they also act useless or helpless Mm -hmm. i find that to be endlessly unappealing i hate that yeah and that's my problem i and maybe it's just kind of the universe that i'm drawing from um as a you know a a guy in his 30s still trying to date like the 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 women at this point who are available um are kind of available for a reason maybe and so um you know they 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 do like in the as soon as you start acting like they're not useless, like they have significant value, and you start, you know, essentially telling them that, then that's when they lose interest in you. They're like, it, it almost like they they don't see value in you anymore because, um, you know, if you're putting them on a pedestal and telling them telling them that they're equally capable, then <clears throat> they start to they start to be like, well, then maybe that means you're not capable. You know, maybe that means you're kind of a sissy. And again, this is these are just these are all my perceptions, and I would love to be disproven. I would love to come off. I would love to have my mind changed by the end of this podcast. So I think that women are just they're capable of different things. I mean, each individual is capable of different things, and. I think that what this is about is kind of saying or agreeing on the fact that what women are capable, women bring something, can bring something different to the table from men, and that doesn't mean that it's less than. 
I mean, they're not as strong as us. I mean, I could beat up a girl. (laughs) (laughs) I can't argue that. (laughs) Jesse's kicked my ass many times. Yeah, I mean, physically. (laughs) And he's the one that calls himself a feminist. Yeah, man, I'm an equal. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) he doesn't go easy on me. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, they've, you know, it's been proven that that women are better at multitasking than men. you know there there are differences we definitely have different hormones running through our bodies and we're, we're built differently um and i i think that most feminists don't argue that we're the same they just argue that there's mm. value in in both sides yeah it is something that automatically disqualified for being a woman that you know that instead we should look at what your value is yeah and, it, and if you happen to have no value because you're a you're a crappy individual that's okay yeah (laughs) but that should also apply to men and if you're a you know if you're good at x y or z on it i'll say this i i I think that my company probably could use a female i think there are good things about having a female around there are things that you know i mean we're we're in construction but it's also sort of design oriented they're you know a kind of feminine person might actually be better at that be it a just totally gay person or a woman, you know, something like that. That might be, you know, there may be some value in that. I think there's, you know, there's trustworthiness in women, you know, mm-hmm. in the sales side there, that could be a value mm-hmm. of value. Right. Yeah. I I mean, <clears throat> maybe I am a feminist because I, I do feel like the, the best boss I ever had was a female. Um, I'm really looking forward to the day where we have a female president. Um, I think that, uh, you know, just like the compassion side of it makes it way easier to follow a woman than than a man. I think so. Yeah. I mean, in some cases, maybe that's you feel less competition with them. You know, I think that could be maybe the the dark side of that. Mm hmm. You feel less competition with the woman. You know, with a guy, I'm like, oh, fuck this guy. Why is he my boss? He's an asshole. Yeah. I'm smarter than him. I feel competition with him. And I think that is maybe still a little bit of the, like, sexist side of me just coming through, just being like, well, this woman, you know. <laughs> no well, I, I make more than you, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. You give me too much shit, I'll get you pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But there, but you're right. There are leadership skills there. I mean, being an alpha isn't nece- that's not necessarily the best leadership style. Right. You don't necessarily get the best out of people, especially other alphas, mm-hmm. especially other alpha male or other males in general. You may be able to bully a couple of them, but sometimes a woman in that leadership role can actually get everyone in line. What's up, dudes? It's John. And this episode of the Sibling Ravelry Podcast is brought to you by the Bear Brewing Company. That's B-A-E-R-E, bearbrewing.com. They're located at 320 Broadway in Denver and open four nights a week, Wednesday through Saturday. That's Wednesday and Thursday from 5 to 9, Friday from 4 to 10, Saturday from noon to 10. They feature up to nine beers on tap plus kombucha. They have saisons, pales, IPAs, imperial IPAs, stouts. They just tapped a Belgian blonde. They just tapped a big hoppy brown aged in a bourbon barrel. 
Plus they have, of course, the signature Berliner Weiss, a Berliner with a splash of syrup. Try it with a grapefruit. It's very refreshing and it was named one of the Denver Post's favorite beers of 2014. So again, four nights a week, Wednesday through Saturday at 320 Broadway in Denver. Check them out at bearbrewing.com or even better, go in and have a beer. So Amy, what's the thing? There was actually, I was reading a Reddit post about this. So uh, it, it was, uh, it was a, kind of an open forum. Like what's the, what's one thing that men do that just drives you nuts because you're a woman? Like how do they treat you differently? That's really annoying. Um, and the most agreed upon one on their little, on their post was, uh, was telling me to smile. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really obnoxious. You definitely hear that. Um, in fact, I had a female boss who would, who would tell me to smile. <laughs> you worked for her too. I'm sure you never heard yeah. that from, you know who I'm talking about. I'm sure you never heard that. And that's l- legit criticism for me. Yeah. I look like a dick most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty obnoxious. Um, I mean, I, I really just hate the assumption that like if we go to someone's house that I'm just going to immediately go to the kitchen and that the guys are all going to like hang out on the couch and and just shoot the shit. That drives me nuts because <laughs> I want to sit on the couch and shoot the shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, it should be okay for you to do that too. Like, yeah. But I, I think you just be like, what the fuck is Amy's problem? Right, yeah. Um, another, another one that drives me pretty nuts is the assumption that like, not having kids at this point is is on my mind or that it's really bothering me because I really don't feel like people ask a 28 year old like male like oh so are you planning on having kids ever or is that you, yeah. you know no they're like you're still using <laughs> condoms right yeah, <laughs> you yeah. more condoms <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's like that part's your responsibility. You know, it's funny too. They ask you if you're in a relationship. They ask you when you're getting married too. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, he's the one supposed to propose. <laughs> yeah. I never when before my wife and I got engaged. I never heard shit about it, but she always would. Oh uh, yeah. It's like, but I'm the one. It's on me to propose. Why are you asking her? She doesn't fucking know. Yeah. But for some reason, it's a defect in her if she doesn't get married. And me, it's it's neutral. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. They're not married yet. I should ask Leslie what's what the hell she's doing wrong that she's not engaged yet. <laughs> Can you think of any examples of things that women do that's like secretly anti-feminist or that they don't realize is like really fucking themselves over? One one is kind of playing up helplessness sometimes. Um you definitely come across some women will I mean, a great example is I've heard from several different women, if you have a flat tire or something, pull over to the side of the road, pop the hood of your car, even though that's not a problem, and wait for a man to stop and help you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, So I definitely think that that's... uh, when in actuality, Definitely. if you just pull over and start changing your tire... Honestly, I've never made it to changing my tire. I'm totally and completely willing, but every time I attempt it... I mean, I honestly, you know, like, I've gotten as far as 
getting the jack out and and raising the car and every time some man stops and helps me for some reason um but i mean there are you know even simple things there are certain women who are just too comfortable using using the helpless woman card Mm -hmm. um that's pretty detrimental and then i have to say that women are pretty competitive sometimes with each other and i i think that we're kind of trained to be um i think that from an early age you know we're kind of sizing other women up and we're seeing them as competition like oh she's cuter than you or she's got better grades she's more likable and so with each other we tend to hold each other back sometimes and not support each other in in the workplace as much and then start calling each other bitches and whores that's (laughs) that's detrimental oh yeah like slut chain like some girl steals your boyfriend or your boyfriend leaves you for some girl and so you call her a slut Right. Yeah. yeah, you don't when talk about the... hit. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. the piece of shit that was in a relationship and and fucked it up. You know. Yeah. Like, and yet you go after her for and it. It may in fact be her first relationship, or you know, you never know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she's a serial monogamist and <laughs> fell in love. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. And they they there's also this phenomenon within girls, and it, it doesn't it, it really bother me, I guess. But if I was a girl, it would piss me off. Is the whole oh I only have guy friends. Oh, that drives me nuts. Or, mm. yeah, yeah, it's just less drama. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just know at that point that you love drama. <laughs> yeah, you cause drama. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you're insecure. Uh-huh. Like, that, those are those are red flags for me when picking a girl. It's like, can you get along with other girls? Yeah. Or, I mean, if you're just hanging out with guys. First of all, it's an obvious attempt to just try and differentiate yourself. I'm the cool girl. Right. I just hang out with guys because I get you. yeah. So I'll, I'll, you know, watch football with you or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I'm just sitting here, like, fuming. Because, <laughs> again, I'm trying to date. And, <laughs> and all this stuff is, is there are things that I see all the time. And um, I don't know. It, so it's what just are you doing to attract that? Why are you seeing this all the time? I don't know. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I I'm don't telling you, change your description to "I'm a feminist." <laughs> I'm willing, <laughs> I can I'm willing squat, to try that. Say, put what you can squat, what you can bench, and that you're a feminist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pussy huh. train. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty interesting. I like it. I'm, I, yeah, I'm willing to try it. Absolutely. Good. I think another thing, though, I mean, and John might be a good example of this, is I think one thing that women do that's detrimental to their own cause or that they ought to be aware of is is pick your battles. You know, what are you bitching about? <laughs> I think a lot of time, I think 100% of men have, have heard a feminist bitch about something that just is, you know, just totally off base. Right, like there's a protest where... Um a bunch of women like go topless down the street because men do it so why can't women like right so why is this even if that's really important to you then yes fight it but it's all right (laughs) (laughs) wearing a shirt isn't the worst yeah not that not like we walk down the streets of new york without shirts like that often right right. usually like we're at the end of our rope when that starts happening. Yeah, usually when men are wearing shirts, it's funny. Like, yeah, male nudity is just funnier in general. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, something fucked up happened. Yeah, <laughs> lost our shirt, puked on it, something like that. Do you really want that too? You don't want that too. 
Yeah, I don't get I don't like pick your battles. Why is that important? Right. Who the hell cares? Like yeah. you really like, want to go topless. I'm not gonna shave my armpits. Like, well fine. <laughs> yeah. Is that really like the worst part of your day? Because <laughs> you're doing pretty good if that's so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If that's that's the worst thing you're going through, then I think we're kind of all right. What what is the deal with that? Is it just like, oh, men shouldn't find that gross because that's uh, maybe it's, it's a yeah maybe it's just trying to be natural yeah but why why is that attached to feminism i guess i think that's just a weird stereotype i mean i think that it's oh. not a comment you know i think you know in burning bras and whatever i think it's just kind of labels that people have put on feminists to yeah. kind of set up a straw man and weaken the argument yeah i don't think it's actually that common i feel like most women i've seen that don't shave their armpits have been hippies and they're yeah. more trying to fit in with that culture right and I, I think i feel like maybe i was just trying to link it to my next point which is i i think that oftentimes men end up feeling like they're being told they're wrong for being attracted to certain things or you know like well she you know she's attractive by societal standards it's like, yeah well, yeah i guess but that's where i grew up so that's what i'm attracted to i'm sorry yeah. Does that make me a dick? I don't know. Yeah. And and again, I mean, kind of back to the gym thing, you know, talking about like how women, you know, men are men are lifting weights, and you know, and women are just kind of basically standing on the treadmill, like barely even moving. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> we're trying not to argue with you about that one. <laughs> but it, it yeah. just i mean it, they're just there are different ways where men still have to try hard that's my point women women still work out men still shave <laughs> like right. um you know men still have to worry about their their clothes i know that it's not as difficult i know that we don't have as many choices and styles and colors um but i mean we still have to worry about how we look it's yeah. just different like we still have to try hard you and there's still animal instincts at play too you know like we have our animal instincts and they have their animal instincts like mm-hmm. they don't want the loser the like they don't want somebody who's an outcast of the tribe or mm-hmm. you know somebody who's like a whiner or, you know feels sorry for himself all the time nobody wants that girls don't want that yeah and it's like sorry yeah yeah like that that kid, I got obsessed with this kid. There was all these shootings this past summer, you know, like mm-hmm. it seems like every day somebody was going off half cocked and shooting, you know, trying to shoot a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But there was one that I got obsessed with. The kid actually made a video oh. blaming women for the fact that he was about to go kill a bunch of people <laughs> because they want the guy, you know, who like lifted a bunch of weights and looked in his good looking and confident and stuff <laughs> like that. And it's, First of all, sorry, <laughs> like, yeah, sorry that we don't want like you, the little weirdo. Yeah, you little yeah. psycho. But yeah, and he's just, so he's just like blaming women for the position that he currently finds himself in. It's like, yeah, you, you and, can lift weights too. Like you could. That's really funny that he would too. blame women for like. I mean, every, it, there are very, very, very few women serial killers. He's gonna go out and try and kill a bunch of people and say that's women's fault like it's 99 percent of the time a man's fault if a, more than one person dies yeah i guess it's, <laughs> <laughs> wow that's true though yeah that's true yeah <laughs> never thought about that <laughs> except for some freak baking accident 
I'm sorry, we're only half an hour into this thing. You guys haven't completely turned me into a feminist yet. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that's kind of my point, too, though, is, I mean, this guy, he was also, you know, he didn't try. He just bitched. He just complained that, like, that he couldn't that he couldn't get girls and it's uh, like he wasn't trying to better himself he wasn't the other thing is he wasn't lowering his standards at all like he thought that he should be able to to get this like total smoke show who works out all the time you know works her ass off and um you know spends all this money on clothes and all this time on doing her makeup and stuff like that this like perfectly manicured specimen and he does absolutely nothing to pull his his side of the, <laughs> right? You know, like it, it, it's it's kind of the the you know the the number scale that um, that we t- typically use. You know, it maybe it's a little bit it goes against feminism a little bit that <laughs> that we that we grade women on a scale of one to ten, but. Um, Part that goes against feminism <laughs> is that it's a grading based on looks, not and nothing else. <laughs> nothing at all. At all. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think that's actually true because it's subjective. But I mean, yeah, I guess in general, it's it, we're still just looking at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But I mean, I guess my point is that there's there's a there's a formula there. There's an equation. It's not just does this. Does, you know is it, like this woman is a 10 and the guy is a one like the math doesn't add up you know yeah women are better at actually being like, like judging a complete person i think i think men actually get points get attractive points for being cool or like you know smart yeah. something like that they Not get a lot point. more points for income though yeah that's that's kind of the that's, other side if you see a yes. one and a 10 together you assume that that one has has money money <laughs> Yeah, right. You don't assume but, that he's really funny. <laughs> you hope he's funny. Yeah. I definitely don't assume that he makes videos whining about fucking how women hate him and they're, it's their fault that he doesn't get laid, like some sort of damn little charity case. And yeah, John, back to something you had said earlier about um, you know guys who don't necessarily take care of themselves physically, but kind of almost feel like entitled to a 10 you know Mm -hmm. or a nine or an eight or something and it's like it's not in the league system you know she's out of your league yes that's one thing but also it's like when you when you finally do see that girl's boyfriend the common denominator is they're both in the gym all the time that's something they actually have in common right and you don't you play madden you know like like you're some fat dude you know and and so just what you actually need to do is not lower your standards, but be honest about what kind of person you're going to have stuff in common with. Is she, you know, is she going to be okay with it? You know, is she, does she participate with you in a sedentary lifestyle? <laughs> <laughs> like, does she like pizza all the time? You know? like, <laughs> 
So from your perspective, like what would be the most difficult part of being a female? The most difficult part? Um, I, I think that, you know, you're just the way, not physical appearance, I mean, f- the way you're perceived, you know, the way you're outwardly perceived and not just necessarily the physical part. Like I, I'm kind of an aggressive person like in business and in, you know, I'm, I'm a fairly aggressive person and that would not be received well if I was a female. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that would, I don't think that that would come off well to other people. Like they always say the mm-hmm. word bossy is never used for men. You never call a man bossy. <laughs> He's bossy. <laughs> He's bossy. <laughs> I guess you could. <laughs> no bossy. He's definitely bossy. not bitchy though. You yeah. definitely don't call well, men bitchy. You call some bitchy, but for a different reason. Yeah. <laughs> He's bitchy. <laughs> Because he's the, like yeah. skinny jeans and shit. He's yeah, bitchy. yeah. But I mean, it like it means that they're, um, they're weak. like abrasive, but yeah, also like effeminate. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so it, it's almost like the it, it's almost like the insult is that they're acting like an abrasive woman. Yeah. <laughs> John, John, do you have an answer to that question? What would bother you the most about being a woman? Um, uh, I'll be honest. I haven't thought too much about it, but... Like, <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah, so maybe the hardest part would, that, would be that I would actually have to think about what's hard about being a woman. <laughs> so let me ask you this um, question. Would, when... Uh, and Amy, I don't want you to chime in on this until John has been. Um, <laughs> like, is it easy for you to put yourself in the place of a woman who, like, is tired of getting catcalled or, you know, harassed or stuff? Is, is that hard for you to put yourself in that position? Can you um, sympathize? I, I can. I'm way more sympathetic to it than you would think. <laughs> That's true. Because you've been, yeah, you've been put in some situations. Like, old women. Old women. That's like, true. Fuck with you. I'm cougar bait for sure. Yeah. I don't know why that is. Like but. above fifty, they're just. But I really, really love that old women do that. They're just the great equalizer. They're they go really aggressive and make young men feel uncomfortable, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, because I, I and the, so the reason I ask is I think a lot of men are like, like, what's the big fucking deal? So you get sexual attention, like that's what we're always trying to do all the time. Yeah, we buy yeah. Axe body spray so people will, like cat calls. Doesn't work, but that's why we do it. So, I think for a lot of men, it's like it's like I don't get it. What's right. the big fucking deal? Yeah. So people like you because of the way you look, or you know. Yeah. But it but, it gets annoying. We get like getting sexually harassed is annoying. <laughs> yeah. To put it lightly. <laughs> <laughs> Especially it's, like it's really, really yeah. aggressively. Yeah. Like, um, she's like, back off, bitch. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because we, I mean, I've, I've, I've actually had gay guys do it. I mean, for, for whatever reason, there were, there was a while there where we all thought it was fun as a group, um, a, a group of straight people <laughs> to go to the, you know, the most, um, the most well-known gay bar in Denver and um, had guys, uh, you know, had guys kind of uh, harass me a little bit, I guess, <laughs> and uh, had women do it too and, and like really aggressively. I had one woman just like look me right in the 
fucking eye and say, I will shag you and then I'll shag your girlfriend. Christ. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I don't. Calm down, lady. I, has there ever been a more aggressive, like, sexual. Yeah, yeah um, rape. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm saying, like, without phys- I dealt physical. With the worst like, possible thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why I'm not a feminist. <laughs> because, because I, I have got been, worse than rape. I have, <laughs> That's what we call it. A woman is too aggressive. It's called being worse than rape. Yeah. <laughs> worse than rape is on the rise. <laughs> One in ten guys has been worse than rape. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that is a big part of it is like, like I've never been approached aggressively, like you know, in that unwanted way. I've been approached that way, but never by somebody bigger than me too. That's not really something I have to deal with. Yeah, because I think it's well documented. I can beat up most girls. <laughs> right. Not this one. I'm if telling you, like she, if she actually wanted to shag me, and I mean, I didn't have a girlfriend, but like, so, so that's that's what made it. But this so that's pretty tough girlfriend. Yeah, that yeah, that's what made it so um, aggressive to me was the fact that she's like, I'll shag you and my and your girlfriend. It's like I don't have a girlfriend, so what? What is that? Yeah, I mean, she was just. She was just so aggressive that it was, it actually did feel just kind of, and, and she was big enough and aggressive enough that she probably like meant what she was saying a little bit, I guess. Aggressive um. is pretty terrible, but have you ever experienced just creepy? Yes. I yeah, have. actually, yeah. Like, stop, why did you, why'd you touch my stomach? <laughs> Don't fucking touch my stomach. <laughs> You're like, that's creepy. <laughs> There's a woman, I was working out once, um, and this lady, like, so the gym I go to, it's like all the, all the quote-unquote girl equipment is downstairs like the treadmills and ellipticals and all the weights are <laughs> finally someone besides me says something completely fucked <laughs> the, the female equipment yeah but it, it ends up resulting in a pretty like a, a pretty big dichotomy there because it's like it's even more brave of a woman to be up there because you know so as is it's like a 90 90 split on the equipment but then they there's they put a set of stairs in between so so it's even more of a, a <laughs> dichotomy but it's a walk of shame to go down the <laughs> stairs if you're a dude yeah <laughs> unless you're making a beeline out of there yeah exactly <laughs> otherwise you better put on some yoga pants sweetheart <laughs> but this woman's just like like she had like the really long hair like you could tell like you know like i got a like a weird christian fundamentalist vibe out of her so like kind of long hair with bangs like mm-hmm. cut in the front and like really long hair she wasn't wearing a bra probably like 40 and she like we're all kind of working out and like she was like i mean she was staring hardcore real bad <clears throat> at packages like oh. <laughs> and when you know it's when you know it's you you just like stare forward and like get your thing done and get the hell off that machine like there were a couple things where i like would just do one set like i was supposed to do four or five but i would just do one because i'm fucking out of here this lady's getting a little too close yeah. it's just it's just gross gross and creepy 
like you walk away from from one of the like Nautilus machines or something and she goes and sniffs a seat. <laughs> 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 yeah. Probably. She did. Uh, I guarantee it. <laughs> you still a feminist. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean and she was doing it worse to other dudes too, you know, mm-hmm. like and and I could fe- I could I felt like they were hyper aware of it too and also felt uncomfortable. Yeah. But I'm glad that there are these women out there who are just letting you know how it feels to, yeah. to be creeped upon. But does it For work? Sure. Does it work? Because it works on me. <laughs> and it seemed yeah. like it was working on a few of those other guys. But do we know that they're the perpetrators either? Yeah. Or does it only work on the guys who are like... I mean, if you're the type of guy who's out harassing women, you're probably not aware enough of the world exactly. to connect. Like that your feelings at that point are equal to a woman's feelings when you're harassing her or even socially aware enough to realize that you're being harassed or that this yeah. person's staring at you and, yeah. and that it's not awesome yeah <laughs> that you're, that you're like, being... God, i must look awesome of course she's staring at my package yeah. <laughs> all she's... women stare at my package <laughs> she's just harassing like... me right now that is so cool yeah. <laughs> i just pull up my shorts and go to that one machine that like <laughs> just where you spread your legs open <laughs> doesn't actually work out any significant <laughs> just a sex machine <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean to answer the question um i do first of all i do feel like i'm a little bit more aware of other people's feelings than others but it being having been through it definitely helps um but like i said so i'm on some of these dating sites i use you know i use tinder and um you know some of the other ones and uh i recognize that like most guys approach is to um like to initiate a conversation with these women is is to say something um you know creepy (laughs) somehow and and i recognize that uh that's the fastest way to just completely get ignored you know so yeah um and so for me it's kind of like the approach needs to be genuine and it needs to be not creepy and it needs to be like actual, uh, you know, something that you would actually say to somebody, like to another person, not to a, you know, a warm hole <laughs> that you want <laughs> that you want to put your dick in. Amy, what would be your opening line to a woman if you were a man on Tinder? On Tinder, or in a bar, either one. My uh, guesses would be different. Yeah, those are definitely different. Um. I don't know. See, it's fucking hard, huh? <laughs> We're supposed to just That's your pickup line? <laughs> See, it's fucking hard. Because <laughs> of you. Because of you. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> no, I really think that I'm a feminist is the best pickup line ever. Uh. I, yeah. Flying in the face of feminism is <laughs> using it as a pickup line. I'm a feminist. Jesse so. is drifting so. towards my side. <laughs> I'm a feminist, and your next line is just sex question mark. <laughs> so I, there's been like this. Uh, I've been seeing this online a lot, like Tinder conversations where the guy just like gets all dickish. Yeah. Because he's been rejected or whatever, he doesn't handle the rejection very well. Mm. Um. 
And I have two thoughts about that. First of all, yeah, half these guys, like most of the time, these guys are being kind of dip, dipshits. But in another case, on the other side of it, in some of them, it's just a conversation where you can tell they've been talking mm-hmm. and you can tell this was a Tinder account set up in order to bait men into this so you can write your fucking article about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like they've been talking and then all of a sudden she starts ignoring him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what the hell did I do wrong? Are you yeah. ignoring me? What the fuck? You yeah. know, and then that's basically the response from the guy. He's like, that's rude. You're being fucking rude. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you can be honest and say you don't want to talk to me anymore and I'll accept that. But in this case, you're just being an asshole. And because it's hard for us to have to be the ones to approach and we're putting ourselves out there and you can hurt us that's what they're trying to say when they call you a cunt <laughs> <laughs> just paraphrasing yeah. yeah cunt means I'm vulnerable I think there's a vulnerable you I took advantage of that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesse what, what do you think would be a good pickup line on Tinder then we'll go to John to see if anything works <laughs> Um, I, I do think it has to be funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, it doesn't have to be, but that's the best. That's your best approach, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but I don't actually know. It's a tough It's a tough thing. Men don't, there's no universally good pickup line. You know, if there was one, we'd all use it and we'd all know it and we'd stop trying to come up with new ones. I think it's yeah. probably a pretty good approach to do something personalized to show that you actually like, looked at their profile or whatever i mean you know if i'm in a bar then i would probably try and ask them about like their day or like what you know something personal about them so that they know that you're trying to get to know them not just get them into bed so i can only see your face in your picture do you have a fat body (laughs) 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 yeah yeah i mean part of the problem is that just the term pickup line has a negative connotation like, as well it should yeah 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 for sure <laughs> that. yeah for yeah. sure but i mean you do have to you have to initiate a conversation and you're basically using some kind of line to do it i mean unless you're one of those guys who just says hey or hi or you know oh that's the worst that's, that's so work. annoying yeah because basically what you should say instead of hi is i'm interested you do the work now. Yeah. Right. You break the ice because I don't want to. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm too stupid or uncreative to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, or, I mean, some guys will just say stuff like, hey, want to chat? Like, that's, I mean, that's not a pickup line. That's not a, that's not actually initiating a conversation, though. Again, that's just putting all of the onus on the, the woman to do all the work. Um, and so, it, I mean, if you say anything else, it really is kind of a line. But, um, I mean, to call it a pickup line, you know, you're you're pretty much dead in the water anyways. Because using a pickup line on someone is just so repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and picking up girl, I, gotta, I feel like every time it must be some sort of a miracle. Like, every time somebody walks up to a girl and doesn't make a dipshit out of themselves is a miracle. Right. <laughs> I've never seen it happen. No. I feel like you have to have some sort of in, which I guess that's what's nice about t- Tinder is there's not a lot of pressure. Like, yeah, it's easier for sure because not as much rejection. Yeah, yeah, because that's the, uh, and that's, I don't know, that's that's one problem that I kind of have with feminism, I guess, 
like back to the original. Getting rejected. <laughs> the fact they, that they have the right to reject. You know where this doesn't happen? India. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Women shouldn't yeah. have the right to reject us because when they have that right, they do it. <laughs> and we That's, get sad. That's all they do. Like unless you can just That's hit, but unless you can just hit them with a tree branch and drag them off by their hair, yeah. <laughs> like you're going to get rejected. Yeah. My feelings are at stake unless I can just rape people <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but like i mean it's it, it like we're we're talking about equality but like where's the equality in you know vulnerability and like putting yourself out there like why is it the guy who still has to it, you know use a quote-unquote pickup line and risk being rejected that's part of my problem with it i mean but the equality as we defined it earlier wouldn't necessarily dictate that you know, I mean, there is a difference. The fact of the matter is, is like, you've got more of a hankering to put your dick in something than <laughs> I do to have a dick in me. You know? So, <laughs> notice is on you, buddy. I'm cool sitting around being hot, you know, just, or whatever. I mean, girls are just the gatekeeper because, you know, to, like, we just go around judging people based on looks and then approach the ones that we find to be acceptable. And then, and then it's their turn <laughs> to, to judge us, I guess, based off something else. Right. So it's it's like women have just are the gatekeepers of sex because men can't fucking play it cool, man. Yeah. If we would play it cool, just sit around looking hot and make them approach us, <laughs> and we all agree to do that, we could turn the tables, but we don't. So <laughs> this is where we are. This is what we're stuck with. We get desperate to, to get our dick wet. Right. So equality doesn't exactly apply because we're in different situations that we're all a party to. Right. Where men are a party to that different situation, too. I will say this. Another thing that would piss me off if I were a woman is the fact that if a woman is going to be in a movie, she has to be a romantic interest. And she has to be somewhat useless. She kind of fucks everything up in order to make it harder for the main character. Like, she can never just be the main character. You know the thing that I can't get past is is news anchors. Men are always just these disgusting, shriveled up, old orange orange weirdos, and the women are always smoking hot and don't talk that much. Yeah. Every time I watch the news, I can't get past that. And you put them out to pasture once they hit like thirty five. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's a bit weird too. But the, I, yeah, so just in entertainment in general, I guess, they have very defined roles. Yeah, I, I do think, you know, I, I recognize that there's some pressure on men to maintain themselves a little bit. But, I mean, statistically, most women spend about a third of their income, which is already less than a man's, on beauty and that is well, a lot of fucking money. A third of your money goes... And, and why is that? That's because there's a high expectation. I mean, there's hiring biases, there are pay biases, there's there's a lot of expectations. I mean, if you're an ugly woman, it's harder to be successful in life. Yeah. I mean, I think people just assume you're just a complete failure yeah. if you're an ugly woman. Like, Susan Boyle is so famous for being ugly and good at something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Most, most, like, there's a lot of just, like, CEO, like, just famous guys who are just, like, 
They look like shit all the time. Yeah. They were born looking like shit, but they're still something. They're still something impressive. Yeah. Alan Greenspan or, you know, mm-hmm. Anthony and Scalia. Look like dog shit. <laughs> Always have. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking <laughs> looks like shit. <laughs> Not hot. <laughs> Why are you on TV? <laughs> But yeah, women, we're just like, okay, this woman's a fucking wreck. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Especially Susan Boyle. There's, I mean, $10,000, $20,000, throw whatever money you want at that. That's not getting much better. But <laughs> and So it's not even the fact that she doesn't care. It's really, there's nothing she can do about it. <laughs> yeah. She looks like a dock worker, like a male <laughs> dock worker. <laughs> but she has the voice of an angel. <laughs> right. <laughs> And isn't that so novel? Let's all buy one of her albums and ignore her forever. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kim Kardashian is rich as shit. Yeah. And doesn't have any talents. Yeah, she doesn't do anything. It's crazy. Yeah. But I watch her show sometimes. <laughs> I watch her show sometimes. And <laughs> I know what everybody's name is on that show. I don't know what Susan Boyle's most famous song is. But anyways, I guess that's uh, I guess that's it for feminism. I think we pretty much solved it. Um, John's still a dick, <laughs> <laughs> but he's been worse than raped, so he deserves to, to not be a feminist. <laughs> I can't believe you had to be worse than raped. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, it you know it was probably my fault. <laughs> Showing too much skin. Yeah, yeah. dressed too provocatively. Yeah, we're and... like that. <laughs> yeah. So John was worse than raped. Um, Tinder. Make sure you put that you're a feminist and how much you can bench press. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna revisit that one. I, I, I'm gonna share some. Uh, um, I'm gonna share with you guys on the next podcast how that how that turns out, because uh, I'm pretty interested in this for sure. I think it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, we need to revisit the success rate there. So, <clears throat> well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, John's website is sportsbrainsoak.com. Follow us on iTunes, rate and review. Um, make sure you download the podcast and leave us some comments because that's what we really like to hear. Let us know how we're doing. Um, For John and Amy, this is Jesse, and thanks for listening. Trying to get away. (laughs) 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 